0: Hi, I'm George Stalker and this is lastweekin.net for the week ending July 10th, 2021. JetBrains Simon Krop is hosting an OSS PowerUps Verify event and I have no fracking idea what any of those words put together means, which if you think about it is entirely on brand for open source software where marketing is shunned. Rick Straw has a lengthy blog post out about converting the desktop application Markdown Monster to use Sharp's async and await. Now, this is as d- in-depth a dive into real-world async that you will ever see, and it's well worth the 20 minutes or so it'll take you to read it. Microsoft released a patch against the print nightmare vulnerability, and lo and behold, it doesn't actually mitigate the vulnerability, writes Brad Sams. Now, who among us hasn't had a patch that worked on my machine? Now, none of us are worth $2.09 trillion, but does that really change things? dot net comp focus on f sharp is july 29th and you can sign up at focus dot dot net dot conf dot net right i think <sighs> and you can sign up at focus dot dot net conf dot net yeah no one ever read that out loud did they The Pentagon has canceled the disputed Jedi cloud contract with Microsoft. And in order for the project not to spend the following 10 years in litigation, it will pursue, the DoD will pursue a multi-cloud strategy with Amazon, Microsoft, and possibly other cloud vendors. Now we are in the too-big-to-deal-with stage of capitalism in decline. Did you ever want to check to see if the app is being run as pseudo- or admin on Linux. There's a code snippet that will help you do just that. Now, several NetFilter rootkits signed by Microsoft hit the wild today. In case that sentence didn't sufficiently scare the shit out of you, a rootkit is bad. It's untraceable bad. Microsoft signing rootkits is about as bad as it gets. It's like your spouse giving a crook the keys to your house and letting them know when you'll all be gone. Wasim Chegam writes about the 10 things to know about Azure Static WebEx. Excuse me. <coughs> and this is a good write-up and a reminder that Microsoft is very late to the party, but markets it as if they'd created sliced bread. Oscar Dewey, Doy Dewey, Dewey, has you covered with an updated readme and tutorial on event sourcing in .NET Core. Now, if you think about event sourcing like that annoying kid in your sixth grade class, it reminds the teacher when she forgot to assign homework and when the teacher forgot to give a scheduled quiz. Event sourcing makes a lot more sense. Scott Carey of InfoWorld talks to developers about their reactions to Copilot, and surprisingly, none of them were upset at the lack of lubrication involved in getting Copiloted by Microsoft. Yes, that is a euphemism now. On Friday, July 16th, 2021, John Skeet will be talking about the .NET Functions framework that is available for Google Cloud Functions. Google has a better name for it. They call it .NET Functions. Than Microsoft does. And no shit. The name Microsoft gave it. According to the website title. Is Azure Functions Serverless Compute. The June 21st version 1.58 release of Visual Studio. Came out on July 8th. Okay. It includes the ability to move terminals to the editor. The debugger now remembers your previous environment choices. Jupiter Cloud. Jupyter code improvements and debugging and workspace trust, which sounds vaguely enterprisey, but really means browse code without worrying about the 25 years of macro exploits that made Microsoft Office synonymous with getting hacked. Now, this next one is a commercial plug that I didn't catch, but I will own that. If you're still on Silverlight, support ends in 100 days now, and mobilize.net wants to help you modernize your Silverlight application through a webinar. Honestly, at this point, if you're still using Silverlight, you need a commercial partner to get you out of the hole you've dug yourself into. Also, this webinar talks about reserving your seat, but does not specify a date or a time, so I can only assume it's a marketing trick to get you to sign up for, as it's actually an on-demand webinar. In related news, I have found an extra category for the ninth circle of hell. Steve Gordon is back this week for part two of how Stream Builder works. I applaud the effort String put into this uh, Steve put into his post about String Builder, and I love the visualizations. And it's a good interview. Now for the infosec and cybersecurity for the guvies among us, uh, folks among us, Zach talks about a Cobalt Strike hunting tip. Now I refuse to read the contents of this tweet because into this uh, podcast because it is functionally indistinguishable from the contents of a hex editor. For the people who know, it will it will make sense to them though. Now as a bonus for making it through last week, here's an oral history of the movie Independence Day titled You Can't Actually Blow Up the White House, an oral history of Independence Day, which apparently turned 25 last week. Now that's it for what happened last week in.NET. It was Independence Day, and or listened to fireworks at night at midnight all week here in the States, so you could attribute that to the lack of releases. Stay frosty, and I will see you next week. If you and your team are trying to mi- transition to microservices, I have a free five-day course out there for you. It's uh, can be found at http move 2 services.